This is John Bensich, Chief Executive Officer of Achieve Life Sciences, and you're listening to the Pharmacy Podcast Network. This is a special interview with John Bensich, the CEO of Achieve Life Sciences. John talks with Pharmacy Podcast Network CEO Todd Yuri about the positive Phase 2 ORCA V1 trial results, showing statistically significant vaping cessation benefits. Pharmacists are helping millions of people each year stop smoking, and vaping is another concern. Listen in to this interesting discussion and update from Achieve Life Sciences. Hey, one of the aspects and truly something that I have enjoyed over the last 14 years, growing this network of so many pharmacists bringing us good information is technology um, and, and use of um, substances, use of integrative medicine, the use of uh the world of athletics and um, pain management and so much that's coming out from the knowledge of our pharmacists. And when we return that knowledge through some of the outstanding interviews that we've collected, we're proud of this. So one of that is to bring information about what's happening in life sciences, as well as clinical trials to the Pharmacy Podcast Network. I'd like to um, welcome a CEO, um, of Achieve Life Sciences, uh, John uh, Bensich, uh, to the show. Uh, John, I'm excited to have you here and uh, can't wait to get into our subject today. Yeah, appreciate uh, the invite and being here today. Starting off, um, I just want our listeners to know a little bit about you and, and your leadership of Achieve Life Sciences. Um, let us know how you got involved in in the life sciences and specifically this opportunity with Achieve Life Sciences. So my background has been uh, in biotech, life science, drug development over the last approximately 20 years. And I've seen everything from you know early preclinical stage research all the way through the launch of a, a diagnostic test. Um, and this opportunity presented itself about five years ago. Uh, we were looking for, for various opportunities and came across the co-founders uh, who have a rich history in, in drug development. Uh, they brought three other products to market you know, over their careers, and uh, the drug that they had identified was one that was being used uh, in Eastern Europe as an aid to smoking cessation and treatment for nicotine addiction, uh, but one that the originators were never going to bring to the U.S. or any major markets. So they identified this kind of under-the-radar uh, asset and were able to get rights to it. Uh, and back in 2017, uh, we just wrapped up a bunch of work with the NIH um, to help open up a, a new drug, investigative, uh, investigational new drug application with FDA to, to basically recreate the development package to push this forward uh, to approval here in the U.S. Uh, and that's when I got involved, uh, came on board as we took the company public. Uh, and since then, uh, we've really uh, been working hard to to create that development package that we think is going to be sufficient for FDA approval in the in the near future. John, congratulations in your um, path, and that path is aligning with what we believe in on this network, and that's helping people. Um, that's helping people in healthcare, specifically pharmacology and um, things that tie into that, and how pharmacists can lead. You know, there's 19,000 community pharmacies throughout the country. Um, that are privately owned pharmacies and how they're 
they're conduits of coaching and they're conduits of of best practices and supplements and things that are happening in our day-to-day lives. Um, the CDC estimates that there's uh, 18% of adults, which is 42 million people who are consistent smokers, which really surprised me when I knew you were coming on the show. I wanted to find some of those estimates. And in this day and age, uh, when I was young, you know, smoking was still cool. And, you know, today um, it's it's not as cool as it, as it used to be. Maybe vaping or something, which probably has uh, additional issues that we could talk about later, but specifically smoking sensation and, and what has been discovered. I wanted you to summarize for our listeners, the pharmacists out there, the results of the, it's the ORCA V1 trial or the ORCA V1 trial, but um, I, I wanted you to bring the results to the to the pharmacy podcast network. We're we're really excited. This these results just came out a couple of weeks ago. Uh, Orca V1 was the the first ever randomized placebo controlled trial uh, investigating our our molecule uh, to help uh, users of nicotine e cigarettes uh, quit. And so this was really a, a proof of concept trial to see if we could get any activity. Uh, in this setting, um, and no one else is really looking into this. Uh, unfortunately, this is a relatively new problem. Smoking, we, we've known about the harms for many, many decades, and we've made good strides uh, addressing that. Still a lot of work to be done, but vaping is really the, the new epidemic. There's over 11 million e-cigarette users here in the U.S., two and a half million high school and middle school uh, kids that are using as well. Um, and right now, there are no approved medications to help people uh, quit these products. Um, And no one really looking into this because all of the smoking cessation products that have been brought to market are now all generic. Um, So no one's really going down this path. So we were very excited to to get involved. Um, We were able to secure a grant from NIDA and NIH to help support this study. And uh, this was in 160 nicotine e-cigarette users. Um, and what we found was on our uh, on our drug cytosinicline, uh, after 12 weeks of therapy, uh, there was a 2.6 times higher likelihood of quitting compared to those on placebo. Uh, and in terms of absolute quit rates, it was about a 32% quit rate on active versus 15% uh, on placebo. So really a great result. This was statistically significant, uh, which was remarkable for such a, a small trial. It was only in 160 uh, nicotine cigarette users. So great, great results and really allows us now to start thinking about, you know, how do we move this forward uh, in this indication uh, to market? Um, and, you know, the, the data we're getting out of this trial will allow us to design uh, a future phase three trial uh, to, to move this forward with FDA. That's why I think it was important having you on today because I want pharmacists listening to realize that there is something coming that's that's so effective and showing the the results that you showed at this stage. What what would you say success looks like in that phase three vaping study? Yeah, so I think it's really going to be in a larger demographic. Uh, this was really you know very small subset, 160 users across five centers around the U.S. Uh, we'll want to see repeatability in a, a larger segment. You know, we'll still have to work on uh, the powering uh, and design, but it will likely be something similar to what we've done on the smoking cessation side, which would be, you know, 15 to 20 centers around the U.S. 
uh, we'll for sure want to see you know similar sorts of results in terms of quit rates during the last four weeks of therapy. But we'll also want to prove out a, a durable results, you know, out to at least six months uh, to really show that uh, we're helping people quit and they're staying quit. There's an estimated 34 million Americans who are living with a chronic lung disease like asthma or COPD. And I think of um, the added stress um, that's being placed on um, on young lungs and the addiction that this that these vapes create and what's going to come in the future. The more the studies that, that come out, I don't even think we know um, everything that um, that plays into um, lung disease and, and the fragileness of our of our lungs when you start putting in some of the chemicals that are in this um, this these vaping um, you know, instruments and substances. And it, it made me think when you were, when you were kind of giving the original estimates, um, what, you know, what people are looking, if, if, if those people that are out there that are addicted, if they're looking to quit. So what, what have the studies showed, um, are, you know, are people looking to quit vaping? Yeah. I think one of the interesting things that we saw out of the ORCA V1 trial, uh, was about two thirds of the subjects that came into this study we're looking to quit for health reasons. So, you know, I think while there's been a lot of debate around the usage of, of vapes and e-cigarettes, are they a smoking cessation tool? Are they another form of nicotine addiction? And, and I think they can be both depending on you know, how you're coming to it. Um, but I think at the end of the day, inhaling anything into your lungs other than oxygen is likely going to have some long-term consequences. And I think you know, it was an interesting finding in, in some of the other research we've done with vapors. Um, we've heard that uh, over 70% of them are looking for means to quit within the next 12 months. Um, and I think in this trial in particular, we enrolled it very quickly in, in the, the span of about four months, uh, we fully recruited this trial. And I think that really reconfirmed the need in this segment that really is unaddressed at the moment. So can you describe how does cystocystaline, is that how to say it? Cystocystaline. Cytosynicline. Yeah, see, that's why I'm not a pharmacist. But how does that actually work right now in, in the form of, of how it's being used? Um, how does it work? Yeah, so the drug is a oral tablet uh, taken over the course of either six or 12 weeks. And the drug specifically targets the nicotine receptors in the in the brain. Uh, and it, in one sense, it comes in and it blocks the receptors. And so what it does is it eliminates the pleasure and satisfaction that you normally would have when you're using nicotine. Um, but it also helps with the, the cravings and withdrawal symptoms as uh, someone's going through a quit attempt. Um, and so you know, this is the right pathway, we think, to, to interrupt. This is kind of the dopamine release pathway. And if we can get in and interrupt that, um, you know, you give someone looking to quit a chance for those nicotine receptors in the brain to normalize over time and, and result in a successful quit attempt. What about something like Vivitrol? What's the difference? I know that's the brand name, but what? how does this differentiate from other treatments? So right now, there's really three uh, options on the market. You have nicotine replacement therapy. So the gums, patches, lozenges, effectively nicotine in another form. There's also two oral therapeutics that are available. Uh, one is bupropion, uh, also known as Welbutrin, which is a repurposed depression drug. 
Um, and the other is a drug uh, called Varenicline. Uh, the brand name was was Chantix, uh, which has been the most efficacious product brought to market. Uh, yet it also comes with really poor tolerability. Three years into its launch, it got hit with a boxed warning for suicidal ideations. Um, but it also has you know high levels of, of nausea, insomnia, headaches, as well as uh, abnormal dreams and nightmares. Um, and the tolerability profile of the existing products, the oral therapeutics, um, has really been challenging. And so it, it, you know, with Chantix, which is the most efficacious product on the market today, it's only used about 30% of the time, which is pretty unusual, you know, to, to think that, you know, in other settings, you typically find the most efficacious product slotted, you know, first line. Um, but in this case, we don't see that. And so, you know, for us, we think bringing uh, together strong tolerability and efficacy, um, we think is going to be a recipe for a, a product that will be, uh, you know, well sought after uh, in the market. I know that pharmacists that work with um, their communities with other issues, um, diabetes comes to mind, diabetes management, the technologies that now are coming um, to uh, to the to the care providers, to our pharmacists and physicians, uh, like the Dexcom systems or the Omnipod systems. So when I think of other instances of um, obesity, weight management, lifestyle management, as well as uh, smoking sensation, this is very important uh, to our pharmacists that they're seeing their patients nine times more than their primary care is is seeing, which is why I was excited that you were coming on and in updating those pharmacists who want more information. Um, I'd like to try to give them some information up front, uh, such as like the availability of the product. So when is this coming to the US um, based on um, your studies and, and clinical trials that you're that you're seeing pan out right now? So we still have one further phase three trial that we'll read out here in the coming months. Um, this is the confirmatory trial in 800 smokers here in the US. Uh, in our first trial that read out last year, we saw likelihood of quitting increased uh, between six and eight times over placebo, um, which is really unprecedented uh, in this category where existing medications are in the kind of two to three times more likelihood range. Um, and we confirmed really strong tolerability, all single digit rates of adverse events. And to your point, we think that's really critical um, in this setting in particular. So with our uh, final confirmatory trial reading out this quarter, uh, we'll then be in a position to move forward with a new drug application with FDA, uh, which would be targeting uh, first half of next year. So you know, we are coming down kind of the final stretches here of, of the development path uh, and looking to bring this uh, to market in the very near future. For listeners, um, AchieveLifeSciences.com is the website. That's Achieve lifesciences.com. Uh, John, I'd like to have you back and bringing in pharmacists within our community that have worked in smoking sensation programs. Uh, let's do this in the future when when this product is out and, and get more involvement and information to our pharmacy networks about smoking sensation and how important and impactful this is going to be to millions of people throughout the country. So we're excited that that you got to participate today. And thank you for being here. 
No, I appreciate uh, the time. And we're really uh, looking forward to the final data here with, with nothing new that's been brought to market in nearly two decades. You know, we think we can have a, a real impact in, in patients' lives here. You were listening to a special interview from Achieve Life Sciences. And like I said, if you want more information, please go to AchieveLifeSciences.com. Thank you, pharmacists, for everything you do for our communities. A shout out to our pharmacy technicians as well. And if there's anything the Pharmacy Podcast Network can do and or uncover for you as a healthcare professional, our favorite providers, um, please let us know. 